Both of us here at the Sports Desk Podcast are still emotionally trying to recover from the NFL Draft and Avengers Endgame. On this episode, we're going to fill you in on all things NFL Draft related. Just give a feel of the landscape of the NFL. Maybe talk a little Avengers. You never know what we'll do. Full of surprises. Stay tuned. Let's get this thing rolling. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Sports Desk Podcast. It is post-NFL draft. It's like Christmas is over. You don't know what the hell to do with yourself. Also saw Endgame this weekend. Really don't know what to do with myself after that. A, a, an emotionally riveting journey, to say the least, if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. What are you doing with yourself, really? We should name this episode NFL Draft dot dot Endgame. Because yeah, I have a feeling we're going to get into it. Uh, so, spoiler alert, the entire episode. If you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, go watch that shit and then come back and uh, peep the episode. But, yeah, I, there's no way I can get through an hour of recording a, uh, a episode where I talk to the world mm-hmm. without talking about the number one thing that's been on my mind. We both have been talking about it since you got here. Um, I mean... I don't know. Avengers Endgame is literally like one of the top searches on Pornhub. Don't ask me how I know that. I just know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so. (laughs) Brandy Love was great in that scene. (laughs) Okay, we're we're talking about Avengers Endgame, dude, not porn. It was actually right below. Fuck, who was it? (laughs) Riley Reed. It was right below her, so. Nuh-uh. Avengers, yeah, dude. Endgame Endgame is like just as popular as Riley Reed. So, I mean, that that just goes to show... uh, the reach of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we're <laughs> we're going to talk about um, mm. the reach of the NFL draft. I mean, it, it came, it went. Um, yeah, I still I still don't know what the hell to make of it. There's a lot of surprises this year. Uh, the first surprise was surprise. Uh, your team. I think actually no, I would I would go with the number one surprise was the Oakland Raiders picking Cleveland Farrell with the. Uh, fourth pick when josh allen was still on the board and i i think most analysts would agree that josh allen was the better pick there and uh i don't know yeah like we spoke about last week um they sent their scouts home they they cleaned house it was gruden mayock and a a bag of pork rinds in the (laughs) oakland raiders draft room taquitos i like i like that i like to think gruden sits at home or sits in his office with a club sandwich a bag of taquitos, and a big old Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, he has a visor for every day too, just a straight Raiders visor yeah. for every day. Um, uh, no matter no matter what the temperature is, he wears the same Raiders jumpsuit and <laughs> visor. It could be ninety nine degrees. He's baking like a snake on a rock. Um, yeah, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that draft room with just those two guys in there. Uh, probably wasn't awkward at all, but. I don't think Cleveland Furrow was a reach at four. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it wasn't a reach, but there was Josh the, Allen. The better guy was there. Josh Allen's more comparable to Khalil Mack, and you know that's that was You're trying to fill that hole. Yeah, that was essentially uh, his. Josh Allen's his ceiling is a lot better, or has a lot higher of a ceiling than Khalil Farrell. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even going to argue. Like you that. can argue what, whose floor is higher, but the the ceiling is a lot higher. On yeah, I mean, th- this is stuff though you discuss when you're building a house. You know, floors, ceilings. <laughs> uh, you know, just just semantic stuff you discuss when we're building a house. We're not going to bog down our discussion with that. The other surprise was yeah, the New York Football Giants. Yep, got them on my shirt right now. Begrudgingly, um, not very happy with the draft overall. We'll get into that in a little bit, but. So they picked Daniel Jones at uh, seven. Yeah, I've said but quarterback about seven from Duke, times. but uh, <laughs> but but <laughs> but that's that's America's ass. <laughs> uh, You're not ready, kids. It's just gonna flow downhill from here, honestly. Um, but so I I guess the only way to summarize that pick was immediately go and Facetime you. Because we did not watch the draft together, besides the last like twelve picks, ten uh, picks. Yeah, your um, your shit was lagging, and you came over. 
Yeah. My, so I, I'm probably a minute behind here in I Cecil get, County, Maryland. I get home and go to turn on the TV and the cable is not working. The so best. I have to run the NFL streams Reddit and go on buffstreams.com to watch the stream of the draft. And then I FaceTime Bennett after the uh, – I FaceTimed you a bunch of different times. Uh, oh, just, the, just, just throughout to, the night. Just to get your reaction on yeah. different picks. But the Daniel Jones pick you put on Snapchat, Do you did you save that video? Um, shoot. <laughs> I sure hope I did. That would I, I pray rich. you did. It's basically it just Bennett filming the draft, like nah, the, the selection, and Roger <laughs> Goodell says um, th- they select Daniel Jones, quarterback Duke, and Bennett just goes, what the fuck? And it was their same exact reaction yeah. as them drafting Eli Apple. Remember that? that was yeah, a, we, that were, was a fun we were at, uh, we were at your uh, mom's house for yep. that one, dude. That shit. Oh, my that God. That was like uh, three, And look where three, he is. Four He's on ago. the Saints now. So, I mean, you know how that turned out. Yeah, I mean, right. di- different GM. You know, same shit, different GM. Honestly, uh, I'm not I'm not rooting for Daniel Jones to fail, obviously. I don't like the pick. Dwayne Haskins was there. Much bigger arm. Better college production. I will give Daniel Jones this, though. He is a leader. He reached out to our sixth-round pick, uh, Corey Ballantine, after... Um, he was involved uh, on the wrong end of a shooting this past weekend. Just reached out to him, was like, hey, I know you're in a tough situation right now. If you need anything, I'm here for you. Um, so just, just before he's even in the building, just showing you know good leadership qualities. I don't have any doubts about his character at all. Um, you know, comes comes from the uh, the the Cutcliffe ilk. You know, very. Familiar. They definitely made that pick because of Cutcliffe, right? Yeah, like, I mean, like we can guilty, agree on that. Yeah, guilty by association. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think the general reaction by the uh, the, the rest of the teams in the NFC East, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Dallas Cowboys, just had a he had a big payday recently, but he loves to troll the Giants. Like he's on yeah. Twitter all the time, like talking about how trash Eli is. I'm gonna play a little uh, little meme here. This was uh, the NFC East. Reacting to the Giants picking Daniel Jones at six. <laughs> and that about sums it up, folks. I mean, like I said, I'm not rooting for Daniel Jones to fail by any stretch, but um, certainly a reach with Haskins there. I don't know what went into Gettleman's thinking. I mean, the more he talks to the media, more shit just flows out of his mouth. Um yeah, I don't know really what to say there. He saw he said he saw him for three series in the Senior Bowl and immediately fell in love with him. It's a little weird to talk about a guy like that that you've really never met, especially outside of a football context. Um, said a guy told him in a bagel shop. It was My a good whole pick. thing with the pick, like you made that pick because of Cutcliffe, obviously. Yeah. And you're like the Manning oh, Association for sure. David Cutcliffe is a quarterback guru. Sure, but. He hosts a quarterback camp yeah. every year. He's like he does a lot court, like of training. Eli Manning and Peyton Manning are the only names you've ever heard associated with Cutcliffe outside of Daniel Jones. Yeah, like he's trained hundreds and hundreds of quarterbacks, and those, there's only two guys like that you always hear about. Yeah, like there's no there's no one else like out like like if you Google Cutcliffe quarterbacks. It's just Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Daniel Jones. Like if you've trained a hundred quarterbacks, I want a I want a little more of yeah uh, I want a, a sample list. size out, outside of three quarterbacks. One who was it, it, he's not even proven. He hasn't done anything in college. Yeah, his production for three years is like second to last. You know, by comparison to the other quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean. Daniel or uh, Dwayne Haskins rather the fact that he touchdowns in one year. Uh, D- Daniel Jones had three, had fifty two in three years. I the mean, fact that he show. goes seven and Will Greer six or six and and Will Greer doesn't go until the mid rounds is just like uh, blasphemous. I like mean, teams teams put such a emphasis on like potential, yeah, whether than rather than where they're at now. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like you can tell which teams are rebuilding right. and which teams are ready to contend because the teams that are ready to, to contend are picking guys that have high floors, not high ceilings. Yeah, and the teams that are ready to contend too, they're they're looking ahead and that they're picking. You know, they're they're making not only making their strengths um, stronger, 
You look at a pick like Jacksonville, Josh Allen, who we could have easily grabbed at six. Still blows my mind that we didn't. Save that for later. Um, <laughs> uh, confidential off, information, guys. Off the, off guys. the mic stuff. Uh, <laughs> classified shield information. But Josh Allen at seven to the Jaguars. Uh, oh, they're just making his strength pick. stronger. They know Calais Campbell is going to run out of gas here in the next few years. They don't want to have to go out and do the free agency Easter egg hunt and overpay someone to fill that void. Why not get your guy in the draft, you know, looking down the road? Josh Allen has a very high ceiling, like you said. Um, why, why not just build through the draft? So they made a strength stronger. They got their guy for the future. While Calais Campbell's still there, um, Yannick Ngakwe's in the fold too. So they're they're good to go as far as yeah. pass, rush, pass rush goes for the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know it's not the same position, but they just lost Malik Jackson. Yeah. So, like, you're just adding fuel to the fire. Right, right. Um, but uh, teams that had a great draft, I, I think the Cardinals had the best draft. Yeah, hats off to the Cardinals, honestly. Uh, so they get Kyler Murray with the first pick, obviously, former Heisman winner. And then they get Byron Murphy, cornerback out of Washington, with the 33rd pick. They get D-lineman Zach Allen out of Boston College with the 65th pick. Hakeem Butler, wide receiver out of Iowa State with the 103rd pick. And then Deontay Thompson uh, with the 139th pick, safety out of Alabama. Uh, They had the best draft because all those guys that I just named were mocked in a first round at one point during the season. That's, Hakeem Butler, we I'm pretty sure we insane. had him going to the Ravens in our yeah, first mock at draft. At a certain point, we did have him going to the Ravens. Uh, Deontay Thompson, before those two playoff games, he was locked in the top 15. Um, Zach Allen, I mean, he, he whatever. He, 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 someone must have had late, him in the first round. Late first round, round yeah. definitely. I mean, Byron Murphy, definitely first round. He's he a went, first round pick, Zach Allen, is in most drafts that don't have like 10 good defensive linemen. Yeah, and then Kyler Murray, obviously. Yeah. So all those guys were at least top two round prospects at one point, and yeah. they got five of them. It's insane. <laughs> and I, I will say... They did get a few young wide receivers to work with. Um, Kyler Murray gets a chance to walk right in the door, build chemistry with those guys. Hakeem Butler, um, Keyshawn yeah. Johnson. Um, I forget the, the other guy's name is escaping Andy me right Isabella. now. Andy Isabella. Yeah, there we go. That, that, this is why we're a team. So three really good wide receivers right there that and Kyler Murray gets get, to start get, out with. You get to put them next to Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, what I mean, you don't get a better mentor than that. Dude no. is an uh, is a great ambassador to the and game. Then, and then the for block. Deontay Thompson and Byron Murphy, even though Deontay Thompson's a safety, mm-hmm. but for both of them to go in the same DB room as Patrick Peterson, like dude, that yeah, that secondary just got uh, <laughs> a just got better. really good. Sticking with the birds because though, didn't they sign Ha Ha Clinton Dix? Ha Ha Clinton Dix is. With the Cardinals. Nah, he's with the Bears. Haha, Clinton Dix is definitely with the Bears. Who who went to the Cardinals? Somebody. I said sticking with the Birds and we're talking about Bears. This is great. Um, who went to the Cardinals? Oh, yeah, he is on the Bears. Yeah, Haha, Clinton Dix went... is on the Bears. Adrian Amos is on the Packers. Collins is on the Redskins. A lot of safety. LaMarcus Joyner on the Raiders. A lot of safety shuffling around in the offseason. Um, yeah, Earl's on the... Earl's in the Niners now, right? Earl Thomas? Yeah, who the fuck is he? Oh, he's with the Ravens. He's with the Ravens. It's so hard. It's been to, a long week. It's so mentally exhausted. Keep track Shit. of all this. And, and and watching three hours of Endgame made me forget the whole NFL draft. Actually, <laughs> I'm Dude, just like totally airing yeah. it out right now. I can't agree with that more. But I mean, uh, the one thing the Cardinals, I, I I don't know what to think about this whole Josh Rosen situation. Yeah, I was gonna say we we're um, gonna bring it up at some point. I mean, what better time to uh, you know to bring it up? Steve Smith uh, Senior went on a yeah total I, bullshit tirade. I I agree with him a lot because he's very you know uncut, authentic. Um, I I thought you know just in general without really getting into the substance of it, um, surface level what he said about that whole situation was just you know kind kind of ignorant of uh. You know, ignorant of fact. I mean, if you're Josh Rosen, obviously, you know, you're going to compete The way he handled that, like, did you see his video where he's like, Kyler, like, if you need a a apartment, like, one just... Yeah, what a a class act. Yeah, that's great. 
response. But Josh Rosen in the past, you know, he's he's really grown up. Did that you much see, I will say about Did him. you see the tweet about the guy tweeted out and was like somebody from the Cardinals organization or uh, some some analyst went on TV to like a local news television show mm-hmm. and was saying how Josh Rosen had a lot of interests outside of football. And that was one of the problems. And the guy was like, oh, what was his interest? And he's like, he was really into the environment. The hell is wrong with that? <laughs> like, like he was like, yeah, he wanted to make he wanted Adidas to make his cleats hundred percent recycled. <laughs> like, what's the problem there? You're ma- yeah, you're, dudes, for good jokes on you, kick rocks. Yeah, what right. a piece! What a piece of shit! You know, now cares about got, the environment. Wants now he's moving to one of the like, I mean, Arizona. Like, from what I've heard from people that have mm-hmm. been there, like they're like, dude, it's fucking miserable because of how hot it is. Yeah, but you're going to Miami. <laughs> like, he's a good-looking kid. A number what what pick was he number, number 10 number 10 and <laughs> now he's moving to miami i mean come on came from california originally <laughs> i mean you know this this guy you, if you did a powerpoint on josh rosen like roy ayers life in the sunshine would just be playing in the background <laughs> yeah. my life my life my life in the sunshine Dun-dun. yeah i just hit a i just hit a fat note there but mm. i mean as i was saying before we segued into uh what safeties landed where abruptly <laughs> Sticking with the birds, tell us about uh, a little bit about the Eagles draft. I spoke about the Giants. Let's just, let's just get our shit out of the way so we can cover this. Yeah. So for everybody, we take Andre Dillard with the twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah, we trade up to get him. Who is, he's a tackle out of uh, Washington State. Washington State is the local. But would say. At, like at, at first, I was like. I was kind of speechless. I'm pretty sure I went into your uh, like basement living area and grabbed a baby doll that your sister had laying on the ground and a toy, toy tomato soup can and acted like I was feeding the baby tomato soup. Cause, yeah, uh, you just rage quit. You didn't know what to do with your Yeah, because at first like you're expecting there's a lot of big names still on the board, so you're expecting you want them yeah and then i kind of had time to like sit at home and have my like you know moment of clarity and i'm kind of like Eminem song or a good jay-z song one of the one of the eagles pages i followed tweeted out and was like uh guys like you gotta think the eagles didn't have that many holes to fill and where else would you've gone and i'm like that is true like like I don't want. I didn't want another edge rusher. I was like, we don't need one. I definitely didn't want to take any of the running backs that were on the board with the first pick. And I definitely, like, I. I mean, I could have. I definitely would have taken like Greedy Williams or somebody there. But right. we saw how they fell. So it's like whatever. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who I had mocked to them in the first round, didn't get picked to like the fourth round. Don't get it. Uh. So like. Uh. I don't know. There was guys I never even heard of getting drafted over Chauncey Gardner Johnson, like Marquise Blair. Like who? Who the hell is that? <laughs> Dude, I've, I, I've, I'm sure I brought this up. Better than that. But the video of Ron Burgundy, like Will Ferrell dressed up as Ron Burgundy, talking about the so Ron com- Burgundy, yeah. commenting, commentating the uh, curling championship. Right. Have I showed you that? Yeah. <laughs> Where he's like, "Who the hell is Timmy Horton?" Because <laughs> <laughs> they keep reading ads for Tim Hortons. Yeah. <laughs> fucking tim hortons who the hell is andre dillard no in all seriousness dude uh you know really picked his I mean, stock up he was, he was a great bowl. yeah he was great great offensive line talent talent uh and the way jason peters has been playing he i don't think he's ever finished a season which is yeah just terrible insane. yeah so you I, said the way he's been playing i don't think he's gonna be playing for uh for very long to be honest yeah. with you I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad we got that addressed. Yeah, it's it's like the Jaguars thing, honestly. Like your offensive line is pretty good. I mean, Kelsey, you know, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson, yeah, Peters. You know, uh, Peters is gonna retire here soon. I saw. I saw a take. Why not build start Dillard? Start Dillard at uh, guard. Let Peters finish out the season. Then move him out. I'm like, hmm. Why not? You know, Andre Dillard has that. The one thing I like about him is he has that flexibility. He can play tackle and he can play the interior. 
synonymous with guys like Cody Ford, Jonah. So a really versatile offensive line class. I know we kind of split it up um, once prospects like Eric McCoy and Garrett Bradbury emerged. I know we kind of split it up into the interior and the, and the tackle category. But in all reality, some of the better players can play anywhere. Yeah, can play the interior, play tackle. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of good offensive line flexibility in this draft, and it it's, it certainly showed. Um, who do you think, you know, you mentioned some guys falling, like Greedy Williams, Byron Murphy, Mac Wilson fell to, like, the late fifth round. We had him um, in our first mock draft going to the Rams in the first round. Who do you think was the uh, was the biggest steal with all these guys falling? Like out of all the teams that caught guys as they were falling, what do you think is the best acquisition out of all of that? Can I give somebody that wasn't actually picked? Yeah, Odell Beckham. That that is <laughs> you just reverse engineered the shit out of that, and I I kind of want to kick you in the nuts I mean, for it, but I at mean, the same time, it's pretty genius. I mean, think about it. Uh, you the. Browns basically got Odell Beckham for a first round pick. Dude, the Giant, yeah, the Giants got fleeced. I'll, yeah. I'll be the first to say we got fleeced. And who do we, who the hell do we pick at seventeen? Dexter freaking Lawrence. We got robbed. <laughs> We've been robbed. If you, if you guys have ever seen that State Farm commercial with DeAndre Jordan and uh, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan uh, is dressed in drag, walks down the stairs and heels, and he's like, "We've been robbed." Like that's literally how I felt when we got no, Lawrence at seventeen. The Browns like. Fleeced. Not they they got they got Odell mm-hmm. and then they get the best corner in the draft in the second round. Yeah, it was like pick fifty one. Yeah, good uh, God. I mean, uh, like they already had Denzel Ward, who's a lockdown corner. Yeah, and now they're adding another lockdown corner, and they're going into a league or into a division where, outside of Juju Smith, there's nobody. Uh, AJ Green, I guess, went healthy. But like Odo Beckham, oh, that's their team. <laughs> yeah, Tyler but Boyd. like there, there's no, there's no team, in. there's no team with two guys, you know. So you're having Marquise Brown and uh, Miles Boykin now. Come on, <laughs> nah, that's that's great Come draft on. picks. There's no, yeah. two, there's no team with like two guys that's there. We both know the Ravens aren't going to find a way to start both of those guys. <laughs> Or get them you one know, of them, the touches one, effectively. Yeah, one of them is targets. Uh, targets to yeah. be concise. Yeah. Um, I, I do think, I do think the Ravens had a pretty solid draft though. Um, Marquise Brown, you know, you got you got the your entire AFC type. North had a great draft. The Bengals had one of the best drafts. Yeah, definitely. I I think, um, you know, one one pick for them that that really sticks out for me is uh, Ryan Finley. Yeah, I, that's I a great think, pick. I never thought I would say Ryan Finley would stick out on a draft board. He's kind of just you know your middle middle of the road you know uh, game managing quarterback. But um, maybe Zach Taylor is having second thoughts about Dalton his health. Maybe it's you know, you know it's just a safe proof thing. They got Jonah, um, you know effectively they got protecting their house. They got Rodney Anderson. That's a finagle, Jesus. I yeah, mean they, they addressed running back twice. They got Rodney Anderson. Then who else did they grab? So they got Jonah Williams, Drew Sample. Jermaine Pratt. I'm not a big Drew Sample guy. Jermaine, Michael Jermaine Jordan. Pratt's a great pick. Trayvon Williams, Deshaun Davis, Jordan Brown, Rodney Anderson. Yeah, that that's that's about as good as it gets. Um, you know, Joe Mixon in the backfield, he's not gonna be alone. Rodney Anderson's your power guy. Trayvon Williams is Oh my um, god, I didn't realize the Browns got Mac Wilson too. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's dude, it's overkill. It's overkill. Trayvon Williams, great pass catcher though. Really good in space. Um yeah. Brown's draft was just absolute, just overkill. Mm-hmm. Mac Wilson, and then, and then the, greedy. The Steelers get Devin Bush, Deontay Johnson, Justin Lane, Benny Snell, Zach Gentry, Sutton Smith, Isaiah Bugs, Ulysses Gilbert, whoever that is, and then Derwin Gray out of uh, Maryland. Yeah, I, I like the uh, the Devin Bush pick there. Uh, I know Justin it's a, Lane, that's a great pick. Justin Lane's also a good pick. I, I know it's thrown around a lot. Devin Bush is a straight thumper. Trading up to ten to get him, I guess you kind of had to do it just the way, um, you know things were playing and out. Devin White. I forget five. what analyst said it, but he was like, "Hey, the the messed up truth about this is they have yet to replace Ryan Shazier, and that's how you do it. Get the second best linebacker in the draft." Yeah, we we kind of addressed like Second sleeper best. picks. Second best. 
Devin White. I, I'll give it to Devin you. Banks. I mean, I, I don't even – I would honestly say it's 1A and 1B. I don't think there's, like, a clear-cut 1 and 2. I mean, Devin White is just so raw. He's new to the position. Um not the best, not the best finisher, but he's, you know, he's definitely better in coverage. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. there's, I don't think there's a linebacker in this draft. Maybe Mac Wilson is comparable in coverage that can take away a team short passing game like Devin White has in college and will ultimately be able to in the NFL. Uh, I think, um, you know, the way running backs like you know your your Camaras, your McCaffreys of the world, Barkley this year, are incorporated into the short passing game. If that's if that's a staple in your offense and you're playing Devin White, make other plans. He he's yeah. just gonna be he's gonna be a force, and uh and taking shit like that away. Can um, you imagine Devin White, um like going to the Steelers and then that like Devin White versus Lamar Jackson offense? Oh rivalry. yeah, that would be I'd be just <laughs> chess straight yeah. chess the whole game is that speed versus speed baby yeah <laughs> that's that, and that's what the modern nfl is really i mean to it would it would hypothetically speaking it would be phenomenal but the steelers got their guy um you know unfortunately uh had to replace ryan chazier at some point we uh we addressed sleeper picks no. certain guys yeah. certain guys fell um like you know your greedies yeah. Hakeem Butler, Mac Wilson in the freaking fifth round. Why why is it that people DK were... DK Metcalf. Yeah, DK Metcalf even fell. Um, I'm sure everybody saw that uh, combine interview or whatever that, that he had with Pete Carroll. He came in shirt off shorty, and Pete Carroll also took his shirt off. A uh, whole, of, uh, whole lot of BDE in there, big dick energy. Uh, Pete Carroll, yeah, he's a remarkable guy, but yeah, Mac Wilson, DK Metcalf, those guys who were you know pretty much surefire first rounders. Why? Why is it you think that they fell? At I, a I mean, point, like I said, there are teams that, when you think about it, there are two different types of teams. There are the teams that are rebuilding, and they're the contenders. And so the teams that are rebuilding should, outside of their like, uh, let's give the Cardinals for an example. They get the quarterback, they have the cornerback, and they have a running back. Outside of that, that and Chandler Jones, they have an edge. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, they can really pick anybody. So those those are the guys that are going to take. Those are the types of teams that are going to take best available. And then you have the teams like the Eagles, who are contenders right now, who could win a Super Bowl right now. So they are taking what they need filled. Right. rather than just trying to get talent yeah i mean be- bearing that in mind you bring up a really good point because can you imagine if the eagles would have drafted a mm-hmm. receiver first round oh god how many how uh, how log jammed receiver would have been on yeah or if they would have picked a running back first round like mm-hmm. even though we picked miles sanders in the mid round like just you you have to choose wisely especially in the first three rounds yeah and they did go best available i mean they wanted to make a lot of you know they wanted to make their strength stronger they didn't have much you know too much to address on defense Uh, i mean the front is probably the deepest in the league most guys who could be you know starters are rotational players on that front that's not to say guy like you know chris long um derrick barnett yeah aren't good but i mean they they could easily go elsewhere and start especially derrick barnett exactly and so like that, that's why the Seahawks they that was why DK Metcalf felt perfectly to them because you like outside Tyler Lockett and Doug Baldwin like there's like news going around that he might not even play and that so yeah. they have to get some type of guy so mm-hmm. that that that's the perfect pickup right and then like the uh, who who traded up to get somebody that we had never even heard of. I forget. It was it was like the last two picks. Of we the like, second round? No, in the first round. And we both looked at each other and we're like, who the fuck? Oh, then the Texans. It was like, like an Alabama up. State guy. Yeah, the Texans traded up to get Titus Howard. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah. Cody so, Ford was still on the board. So dude. like there's there's teams like Juan that. Juan Taylor was still on the board. There's teams like that where you they have Yeah, you're you're gonna see a lot more of these like diamond in the rough, not power five school prospects that are just 
casually taken in the first round and people have the reaction that that we do they're just like okay what like, the fuck what yeah. the like what the fuck and i'm not going to sit here and act like i know every prospect either like i i it's a, dude it's damn near impossible beginning like, of every season i watch film and do my little rankings and then like after that it, it gets too overwhelming like once draft hits full swing and the season's over dude it's so overwhelming yeah because yeah. like Definitely. that's why i do it during the nfl and college season like why i watch film during then and i don't really do anything after that mm -hmm. because like your opinion changes so much after watching film so many times you and know? you're and you gotta think like in the midst of the season you're always getting fresh tape yeah so like what like i made the rankings we we actually still have the paper sitting in here but i made those still have the files we i i made those rankings before the combine even happened right and I had DK Metcalf high shit because I was like, this this is the guy. And to watch how he rose during the combine and then fell immediately after, didn't even play a single snap of football between that time. And he fell? Like, that. that's, that's why the draft is so interesting because these guys fall and they haven't even played a second of football yet. You know? like it, It's like uh, these teams... Each team has a different ideology with the draft. Well, you got to think since since they're not playing a snap of football from combine to draft, you have to think teams have all this time to, you know, delve into, um, yeah, but digest, oversimplify. That, overthink. That, yeah, that that's what I mean. You you watch film so many times that you start noticing more and more and more and more. And you never watch the same film twice. Exactly. Like, I, I don't think that's the best thing to do. I think teams should really watch during the season. And then after that, let the combine happen. Adjust your rankings accordingly. And then let the senior bowl happen. Adjust it accordingly. Oh, we let the senior bowl happen. That's where Dave Guttelman got his information <laughs> for our uh, new franchise quarterback. Didn't watch a single fucking snap during the season. Well, then again, who could watch Duke football? Let's just be honest about the whole thing. But, like, uh, I don't know. Three uh, series in the Senior Bowl, and that's your franchise guy. I mean, it's just – you're absolutely right. There's a conversation to be had about how each team, you know, based on what they have um, – Bases their – Yeah, you know. Their, their strategy. Yeah, bases how they analyze shit. Like, yeah. And, you know, to your point about needs that you made earlier is a good point um teams teams approach needs you know needs versus best player available like that yeah. i mean i think the giants kind of did it pretty um you know pretty antiquated because if you look at the draft through strictly like a needs lens you can reach and that's what happened at six and 17 daniel jones was like the 60th best pros best prospect on some people's board and we're picking him with the sixth pick yeah. he's his second quarterback drafted he might be the fifth best quarterback on a good day and we're picking him with the sixth pick that just goes to show how bad we wanted to address the need of, you know, moving on and getting a new franchise quarterback. And then once at 17, once Snacks walked out the door, oh, we, we suddenly can't defend the run. I would have loved to address Edge at 17. Montez Sweat was still there. And that's not to say Dexter Lawrence isn't a great prospect. I just don't think that he fits as a 3-4 nose. He's played, he played in a 4-3 for four years. Yeah, exactly. Why? That, that's what what did i say well, like yeah six times don't force a scheme fit it, it's like you uh he's not a hybrid how how you said we trade odell and we don't pick like a receiver in the first few rounds like like that doesn't, doesn't make, make any pick. yeah it doesn't make any sense. Make, make any sense yeah it, i i completely agree it absolutely that. blows me and we just that's how we approached our whole draft we did it based on more on needs than like best available you know what i'm saying but one thing I will say about the Giants draft, and this, I'm going to try, like I said, I'm going to try and keep it limited. You know, we try to get our shit out of the way, but yeah. the draft is just so ubiquitous. Shit like this is going to keep coming back up. I will say I absolutely love, love our cornerback room now. DeAndre Baker, well, Janoris is already there. He's, got, he's in a contract here. He has a lot to prove, and that's why Gettleman brought in the guys that he did. So good on him for that. DeAndre Baker, your Thorpe Award winner, hasn't allowed a touchdown in... Two seasons. Julian Love, All-American. Watched him at Notre Dame. One of the most technically sound corners in the draft. Um, you saw that Clemson game when he left. We got abs I'm, I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I say we. We got absolutely shit on. The floodgates just opened after Julian Love left the game. Justin Ross did his thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you get Janoris, and then you get two Thorpe Award finalists, one of whom is the Thorpe Award winner. And then you get Corey Ballantine, 
speedy recovery to him. Um, I, I think uh, most people know by now what had happened. He was involved in a in a shooting this past weekend. Uh, he's going to be in the building though for for mini camp. So good on, good on him for sure. Um, I, I've heard nothing but good things about him. Small school guy, um, extremely hard worker. I believe he was a Division two All American actually. So. Our cornerback room is freaking solid. I'm very excited for that, how they, you know, revamped the defensive backfield. Sam Beal is also coming back, too. Supplemental draft pick last year. Heard nothing but good things about him. Yeah. To- like, broke his shoulder blade. Had some freak shoulder injury last year, so. I was a little surprised that we didn't pick a corner. I'm excited. I'm High. very surprised you guys didn't pick a corner. But then I thought about it, and I... <laughs> I think some of those think, guys prove themselves. Yeah, like, I was you know, like, Cravon like, LeBlanc, LeBlanc and Vontae Maddox played really well at the end of the season. I mean, Cravon LeBlanc is like, he's easily one of the best pastry shops in Philadelphia at this point. Like, Jalen Mills is a safety. I've been saying that for years. Jalen Mills is good at safety, except when um, I remember one particular Giants game, Odell Beckham literally put him in a spin cycle and caught a touchdown. Literally looked like a well, he he's played cornerback for us. Yeah, well, years. and Odell Beckham's on the he's on the Browns now, yeah, so uh, right, we don't have to worry um, about him. Yeah, rip rip in the chat. Don't have to worry about him. But yeah, I, I'd like to see Jalen Mills. Dude, you know what I was thinking about earlier today, actually? Yeah, what's that? The only receiver we have to worry about. It's Amari fucking Cooper. <laughs> how, fun, how rich is that, man? And, like, yeah, he had a great year last year, but, like, come on. He's not keeping it up. Nah, I don't even. <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't even really think, like, I'm so, Dallas. I'm so, like, happy. Because, like, the, the years that, like, I had to deal with Odell and then Dex Bryant. Des Bryant. Dex, Dex Bryant. Dex Bryant. Famous Dex Bryant. Yeah. Washington never really had a guy that like I was too afraid of, but uh, I'm 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 excited. NFC East is going to be fun this year. I can't wait. Oh yeah, no, no three or no two rookie quarterbacks. Hey, then, uh, Noah, you know Cowboys. who you forgot? You got to worry about Randall Cobb now too. He's on the Cowboys. Oh yeah, I'm so worried about him. Yeah, yeah, so so I'm, I'm shaking in my boots. So concerned with <laughs> Randall Cobb, Cole Beasley's replacement. Woo-wee. Um, yeah, we. I mean, we could just gloss over a few things. I mean, for the draft, like I said, being as ubiquitous as it is, uh, I mean, I don't want to get, you know, too bogged down to the point where we're going in, like, ABC order of picks. I mean, you know, top prospects, you got your Nick Boses of the world. They're already bitching at him about his politics. Oh and to to that end, when it comes to politics, Nick Bosa is an absolute fucking clown. He's completely, you know, just vapid when it comes to politics. But um, this isn't the uh, this isn't the, uh, the DNC the debate Ryan, stage. The Ryan or the, Bennett pol- or the RNC podcast. debate stage. I look at Nick Bosa as a football player, politics aside. It's a different podcast conversation entirely, entirely like you just said. 49ers get their guy. Uh, yeah, Quinn and Williams, outstanding pick for the Jets. I, I think the Jets are going to be pretty good. I think they could give, in a weird way, I think they could give the Patriots a run for their money. But then you no. look at the Patriots <laughs> draft class, and it's like, Patriots oh, have, shit. Patriots might have had the dra- best draft, too. I mean, come on. They, they finally draft a quarterback. Jared Stidham. Yeah, and that's fucking scary. <laughs> like to think about Stidham. People and... shit on Stidham, dude. He but, had the but... shittiest system at Auburn. But Look how think... good he was at Baylor. Think about it. Think about him under Brady for oh, two years. Stop, dude. Stop. Jimmy fuck. G. Jimmy G. Under Brady. Fire. Yeah, fuck. Bars. And then they get Chase Winovich, like um, yep. AJ Brown or not AJ Brown, Nikhil Harry. Shit. Yeah, Nikhil Harry and Tom Brady already, you know, gas each, each other, other up. Yeah. yeah, Tom Brady's gonna try and kiss him when he walks in. Hot take. <laughs> um, they got some linemen too. They got Yadni Kajus. Yeah, fuck, crazy man. Haji Froholt. They uh, got Yadni Kajus in like the fourth. Fifth <laughs> I round. know we had him at like seventeen <laughs> at one point. Oh man, Dante Scarnecchia. He was one of my best tackles. So. Dante Scarnecchia got some new toys already, even after Trent Brown leaves, and they have Isaiah Wynn coming back from uh, the Achilles injury. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Just just when you think the Patriots are out of out of juice on the offensive line, they always get these yeah. new guys. I was listening to the Ringer NFL show and uh, Ryan Ryan Clark, I think his name is. He's he he was talking or no Kevin Clark. I mean, he was talking and uh, he was like, "Yeah, we're talking about all this. Like the landscape has really changed." But then you think about it, and then you're like. 
the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl next year. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's that's, just, that's exactly right. Yeah. You, we, you literally spend your whole year making a case as, oh, they're too washed up, yep. too injured, too, yep. too white. Yep. Like, and then, then they just they just fuck around and do it. Yeah, like right. for you know, they really they really do it to you. I, I'm hyped for Brian Flores though. You know, his new gig got his quarterback, um, got Christian Wilkins up up on the D line. I think they addressed O line too. So you know, new quarterback coming in the door. He got some uh, some O line talent. I think I want to say they got Michael Dieter there. I know they got a Wisconsin guy. No, 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 David Edwards is who they got. So um, yeah, protecting your house with your new quarterback. I, I love Christian Wilkins too. I think he's going to be great. Yeah. Finally, get someone that's not um, Endomic and Sue on a blue contract. I love that we picked JJ Arcega Whiteside or however you pronounce yeah. the second part. At, of the at this name. point in the show, we're just going to go over picks that we absolutely, you know, that we the, absolutely love. So we, yeah, we picked him up, and uh, I was looking at the reasoning behind that. Right. And it was like outside of Ertz and Godert and or Goddard or however. It's just Jimmy a, Neutron's yeah, dog. Right. <laughs> uh, like we didn't really have any big red zone targets because like jeffrey is like really inconsistent in the red zone and so there was like we need someone tall and that's perfect you think hakeem butler's ceiling is alshon jeffrey oh that's a good one i i think it could be and i even think he's a little better after the catch from what i've seen he could be better from what but alshon jeffrey top 10 receiver in the nfl that's on the set. That's on this on this set I'll, of your. I'll fucking I'll fucking die on that hill. Of this uh of your, of this spare room in your basement. I'll die on that hill. That's on your mother. You're going through it. Let's let's go through it. Number one, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Dumb bitch. Anyway, um. Who are you texting? Nah, nah. I'll just <laughs> tell you later. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Right now, number one. Yeah, DeAndre. You going off last season or like the last few years? Last season. All right, DeAndre I'll, Hopkins, AB. DeAndre Hopkins, AB. No, we're. I mean, we're not fucking ranking them. We're just going ten receivers that are better than Alshon Jeffrey. Thielen. The. Thielen. All right. Whatever. Beckham. Beckham. Do we say Hill yet? No. Tyreek Hill. Mike Thomas. Are you really going to do that? Fuck out of here! Have Michael Thomas is a machine. All right, Mike Thomas. They don't even right. they don't even throw to him, and he still gets like two hundred yards. Are you saying Michael Thomas? Michael oh, Thomas. Oh, Saints, I, Saints, for Saints. some reason I was thinking about Michael Evans. Um, or Mike Evans. I'm like, really? I, I, you can make a case nah, for Mike Evans. Nah. I don't think so. No. Nope. Once right, Jeffrey so got seven. healthy again, I three think. more, three more. Beckham. Fuck. You already did Beckham. D- nah, really? Yeah. It's been a long day. Um, exactly. Let's see. This this might take. Me. I got to pull. Oh, Devonte Adams. Okay. Two more. I got to pull from the brain cabinet here. I'm looking at like a map in my head of where like where teams are. Oh, Julio Jones. <laughs> yeah. All right. One more. Oh my god. This is gonna break my brain. Oh shit. Let's I'll see. give it to you. I'll give it to you. Ready? Alshon Jeffrey. Keenan Allen. Alshon Jeffrey. Keenan Allen. Alshon Jeffrey. Keenan Allen. <laughs> I'm wearing glasses and I took them off. Total, total Tony Stark move. Uh, now nah, I like in the one movie when he had the uh, when he had the glasses. I think it was uh, Age of Ultron and he and the suit came on. Oh yeah, uh, the toughest shit ever. That's one of the best suits actually. Is when he had the had the shit with the glasses. No, that was uh, uh Infinity War. Bullshit. Yeah, he definitely had the glasses he, or, suit before then. Or no, but he it had Ultron. it. Yeah, he had it. And was he wasn't in Ultron, was he? Or I'm, I'm tripping. I, I'm, for some reason, I'm like thinking of Thor Ragnar or Ragnarok. Whatever. Tony Ragnarok. Stark. Tony Stark is the Avengers. Yeah. Tony Stark is the All Avengers. Right, spoiler alert. <laughs> Iron Iron Man started the, the series. Yeah. At the end, Iron Man, the first Iron Man, Nick Fury's like, you know, Mister Stark, you're you're part of a bigger picture. You're not the only one out there. And then he like yeah. goes on his whole shit about the Avengers Initiative. And then. Uh, he walked. Tony Stark walks up to the guy in the Hulk at the bar, the general, and he's like, "We're putting a team together." Yeah, Nick Fury. Huh? Wasn't it Nick Fury, or no. was it a Shield guy? It was the Shield guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. It's now. The general. 
car insurance guy? <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Oh god. No, no, still to this day. Great, oh, great, great rate. What's it what's the song? Go to journal and save some time. Um, no, to this day, I mean still one of the best movie scenes ever is when Tony Stark says, I am Iron Man. Cause he's like totally like you know, he's Tony Stark. He's not gonna go with like the cue cards. And the the, the chick asks him a question, she's like, So are we supposed to just believe that was like one of your employees met like with the with the whole suit and like what happened and he's like well if i you know was to be a superhero that'd be like totally cool and then she just she asked him like one more pressing question he's just like all right fuck it he's like i am iron man and they're like oh it's the most like world star reaction yeah. you've ever seen but um what were we even talking about before we went into Endgame shit? Jesus Christ. The top 10 receivers in the NFL, because I said Alshon Yeah, Jeffrey. like a handful of those guys are definitely better than Alshon Jeffrey. And that's yep. not even to say and Alshon that- Jeffrey's a bad receiver. You could even throw Stephon Diggs on there. I mean, he didn't get the targets that he deserved because he's got freaking Thielen no, out there. But what? He's like, legit, dude. Stephon jump, Diggs jump is balls. Phenomenal. Who's better? Julio Jones. Like, there, there's like... Four guys in the NFL that are better. Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave him at third. We'll leave him at third. That's that's it. Maybe that's Mike it. Evans. Hakeem Butler, once he gets uh, rid of the droppies, I think he'll be uh, I think he'll be really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking 16, dude, because... I'm, I was saying how I'm pissed we didn't address pass rush. Yeah. Dude, Brian Burns went right off the board before we picked. I'm like, why couldn't you douchebags just draft an O-lineman? It's like it's almost like that front office knows, it's like the one knows year, Gettleman so well. The one year I wanted us to draft, uh, it was the year we drafted Barnett, I think. Mm-hmm. Was that like two, three years ago? Three years ago. Yeah, I think. Um, I I forget if it was that draft class, but I wanted us to draft Gary and Conley. Mm-hmm. How'd that Ohio work State. out? How'd that work out for you? Exactly. Like, so fa- like, yeah. yeah, that it, happens. Like, it, I I have seen so many hindsight drafts, dude. Like a guy on Twitter did a Giants hindsight draft. He had Josh Allen at six, Andre Dillard at seventeen. I'm like, get this shit out of my face. It's like in my mind, as soon as the first round was over. I literally said to myself before I shut off the TV, I was like, oh, I'll run that shit back, Turbo. Like, we fucked up. Yeah. I don't mind the Baker pick, though. That's, that's what I'll hang yeah, my hat not, on. Not there. You still got your. You still got arguably the best corner in the draft. Yeah. Guy hasn't allowed a touchdown in two years. But it's still, ridiculous. Like, like, not there. <laughs> not there. Not, not before Greedy. Make me laugh some more, Canteen Boy. <laughs> Uh, all right we gotta wrap this up (laughs) we're fucking fucking going crazy we're we're just we're just absolutely um riffing at this point dude uh i i was thinking about it uh this morning like when i woke up i was like i've probably slept a solid like 10 hours this weekend yeah just no (laughs) no sleep leak straight up like i've just gone fucking insane what did I tell you the other day? We gotta have a follow up with the my GMs, dude. Yeah. Post like a post draft reaction. Roland like, and Jack, if you're listening, hit us up. Oh yeah, guys, please come back on. We gotta have a follow up. I know we we spoke to Roland and Jack about um, you know, did the my GM series with them. Two Ravens fans. Um, spoke spoke with Christian Amici when he came on for his exclusive episode. Uh, certainly look forward to having him back on for our MLB uh dialogue as as that heats up. Have to. Half the Yankees lineup is injured, so uh, I'm uh, I'm hibernating as far as the MLB goes right now. Waiting to come out for that. <laughs> I just realized that this energy drink I'm drinking says recommended for persons 18 years or older. What the fuck did you recommend for me? <laughs> I just said GNC was gonna get that shit. Dude, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> give me the give me the thing here. This is uh this is rain <laughs> energy drink. It's to- rain total body they're not, fuel. They're not sponsoring. Don't 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 do that. <laughs> nah, they'll sponsor. Three hundred megs of caffeine. That's not that's not bad, pussy. No, but like I've never seen a shit's an, good. I've never seen an age limit on uh 
No, nah, they kind of have to do that just for safety purposes. You know what I'm saying? Like monster, all, all that shit has warning labels, like 18 plus. Because someone under 18 drinks it and has like a, and has like a, an acute heart attack. They don't want to be like you know super liable because if you're like that 18 years old cutoff, they're like, well, he was a consenting adult, so he must have known what he was getting into. Like if something were to happen. Yeah. But um, yeah, de- I think we're gonna we're gonna rehash our our my GM series, you know, post draft and all. Still a little, <laughs> a little bit, still quite a ways to go before the uh, the NFL season. Uh, Amici's gonna come back on. We're gonna discuss a little bit of Steelers, some MLB stuff. I've and, hit uh, the I have hit the wall. I've y- crashed. Oh, you've crashed? Yeah, I hit the guard. Like rail. that time we hit a guardrail. <laughs> yeah, I've hit the guardrail. All right, guys. So this one time story time. Um, my dad lives in Annapolis, so like central maryland we live up here in uh northeastern maryland harvard county 30 minutes north of baltimore probably i would consider that southern maryland yeah so we, southern central maryland, maryland's like baltimore. south central maryland um south so central. we're we stayed the night at his house one time had to leave kind of early he's got a wedding to go to it's like a rainy ass saturday who, who the hell goes to a wedding on a rainy saturday come on pops fucking up but um nonetheless we're coming back it's torrential downpour I'm getting off one section of highway to merge onto like the main highway to get home. And uh, a hydroplane, final destination shit. We spin across three lanes of highway and the back of my car smacks a guardrail. To this day. I had a broken hip at the time. To this day, (laughs) I do not know how we survived. Like if that shit would have gone any other way. That Doctor Strange was sitting there crisscross applesauce on the guardrail fucking going through all the possibilities. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing the Mr. Cook. (laughs) Fucking dick twitching his head. Oh, careful. He might listen to this. Um, Yeah, like Mr. Cook. And we only needed one of the 14 million worlds and uh, And that was the only one we survived. Yeah, it was the only Doctor Strange as we were sliding across the highway. I am. I looked at him and I said, I I, I looked at him and he he gave me the one. I I am inevitable. (laughs) I'm Iron Man. I cried. I cried. Ben and cried during it. That's all I'm going to say. All right, we need to go. Um, My Uber's here. 106 in Park. Rest in peace, Tony Stark. Um, Yeah, that's going to be it for us. Look forward to an NBA show. Probably later this week, this weekend. We always say that, but we never do it. <laughs> no, we need, to, we need to do an NBA show. Yeah, I mean, shit. To. Boston took care of Milwaukee the other day. Fucking that was... Milwaukee just kicked their ass. Oh, tonight? <laughs> yeah, Milwaukee uh, fucked them up. Yeah, Milwaukee had to have a bounce back. Like, people are doing, like, defensive breakdown videos and how they stopped Giannis. It's like, no, they were still getting open shots. They just missed them. I Milwaukee mean, Milwaukee won 123 to 102. Yeah, remember that time? Giannis had 29 points and 10 rebounds. Yeah, remember that time like five minutes ago, Paul Pierce said the series was over after one game? And remember that time he said he was better than D. Wade? Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm actually, yeah, Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce said, I'm better than D. Wade. And we all said, to play us out. To play right, us guys. out. We'll, uh, we'll see you later in the week. Have a good night, everybody. Love you.